Hello and welcome to the Truth Seekers Podcast. A truth seeker is someone who wants to know the truth. They search for what's true and they won't rest until they find it. I am a truth seeker and if you are too, then you've come to the right place where we will search for truth each week in the stories of the Bible. In our last episode, we learned about the prophet Jeremiah. God had called Jeremiah to do a hard job. It would not be easy. In fact, God told Jeremiah that he would strengthen him. Do you remember how God said he would strengthen Jeremiah? He told Jeremiah that he would make him like a bronze wall, an iron pillar, and a fortified city. Jeremiah would need it. It was such a hard job that Jeremiah came to be known as the weeping prophet. Do you have a nickname? Do your friends have a name for you that they like to call you? Well, Jeremiah was called the weeping prophet. Do you know what it means to weep? To weep means to cry, but not just cry, to cry really, really hard. To weep means that your heart is so sad that you just can't contain your sorrow. So you weep. Why was Jeremiah weeping, you ask? Well, that's what we are going to talk about today. Has anything ever made you weep? Have you ever been so heartbroken that all you could do was weep? Jeremiah was heartbroken. His heart was broken. God had called him to speak to the Israelites living in Judah to warn them, to tell them what would happen if they did not repent. But no one listened. It was not like when Jonah went to Nineveh and all of the Ninevites repented after they heard Jonah's message and the Lord saved them. No, the Israelites would not listen. And the worst part was they did not even think they were doing anything wrong. This made Jeremiah's job very, very hard. How can you tell people to repent and turn back to God if they do not think they need to? How do you tell people they are disobeying God if they don't think they are? This was what made Jeremiah weep. God had called him to speak words of truth to a people who simply would not listen. The Lord told Jeremiah to tell the people they had committed two sins. That's right, two major sins that were causing all of their problems. Do you want to know what those two sins were? The first sin was that the Israelites forsook God. They walked away from him. They turned their backs on God. The Lord said, They have forsaken me, the spring of living water. Did you hear that? God compared himself to living water. Do you know what water does for us? It helps to keep us alive. We cannot stay alive very long without water. God told the people that they had stopped looking to him, that he was their life, just as though they had stopped drinking fresh water. And just as they could not survive without water, they could not survive without God. 
Do you know that in the New Testament, Jesus also calls himself living water? That's because Jesus is God. We are to come to him for fresh springs of living water. He is the one who gives us life. And so the second sin that the Israelites committed was that they looked to other gods to be their life. Just as God is like fresh water, looking to false gods would be like drinking sugary Coke when you are thirsty. I don't know about you, but when I am so thirsty, the only thing that will help me is fresh water. When you are dying of thirst, the only thing that will give you life is water. Not only were the Israelites turning their backs on God, they were turning their faces to false gods to look to them, to be their water, to be their life. God told Jeremiah to tell them that they would not find life by looking to other gods. And so these were the two major sins of the Israelites. These were the sins that were keeping the people from the blessings of God. These were the sins that were causing every other problem in their life. They were turning away from God and turning to false gods. Oh, how this made God's heart sad. He longed for his chosen people to choose him, to look to him, to turn to him and to worship him. But they refused. During the reign of King Josiah, the Lord said to Jeremiah, Have you seen what faithless Israel in the northern kingdom has done? She has gone up on every high hill and under every spreading tree and worshipped false gods there. I thought that after she had done all of this, she would return to me, but she did not. And now those in the southern kingdom of Judah have seen it. I sent Israel away because of all the faithlessness. Yet I saw that Judah, those living in the south, had no fear. They also went out and worshipped false gods. Even though the Israelites in the south saw what happened to their brothers and sisters in the northern kingdom, even in spite of all this, they have not returned to me with all of their heart. They only pretend to, declares the Lord. And so God gave Jeremiah the words to speak to the people. He said, Go, proclaim this message to the Israelites. Return, faithless Israel, declares the Lord. I will frown on you no longer, for I am faithful, declares the Lord. I will not be angry forever. Only acknowledge your guilt. Repent of your sins. You have rebelled against the Lord your God. You have scattered your favors to foreign gods under every spreading tree and have not obeyed me, declares the Lord. Return, faithless people, declares the Lord, for I am your husband. I will choose you. And then the Lord told Jeremiah to say, How gladly would I treat you like my children and give you a pleasant land, the most beautiful inheritance of any nation. I thought you would call me father and not turn away from following me. But like a woman unfaithful to her husband, so you, Israel, have been unfaithful to me, declares the Lord. Oh, true seekers, can you hear the heart of God? Can you hear him calling out to his people? Can you hear how much he longs for them to choose him? 
As Jeremiah spoke these words for the Lord, his heart too broke. And then Jeremiah said something. He said something out of his own heart, out of his own sadness. And this is why we call him the weeping prophet. Jeremiah said, Oh, that my head were a spring of water and my eyes a fountain of tears. I would weep day and night for the sin of my people. Oh, that I had in the desert a lodging place for travelers so that I might leave my people and go away from them, for they are all a crowd of unfaithful people. Poor, poor Jeremiah. His heart was broken. He weeped over his fellow Israelites. He knew that without God, they would be removed from the land, just as the Israelites in the northern kingdom had been. He knew what was coming, and no one would listen. Jeremiah was right, for the Lord said, It is because they have forsaken my law, which I set before them. They have not obeyed me or followed my law. Instead, they have followed the stubbornness of their hearts. They have followed the Baals, as their ancestors taught them. Therefore, this is what the Lord Almighty, the God of Israel, says. See, I will scatter them among nations that neither they nor their ancestors have known. Gather up your belongings to leave the land, you who live under siege. For this is what the Lord says. At this time, I will hurl out those who live in this land. I will bring distress on them so that they may be captured. Well, you can only imagine the people of Judah did not want to hear these words. They did not want to hear Jeremiah tell them to gather up their belongings and leave the land. They did not want to be told that they might be captured. No, Jeremiah, who was this guy? Who did he think he was telling them that they had to leave the land? This was their promised land. God had given it to them. They were the chosen people. They had the temple of Solomon, the beautiful temple of God in their midst. Of course, God would not throw them out of the land. They were the Israelites. Can you see now why Jeremiah's job was so difficult? Finally, the Lord told Jeremiah to do something different than any other prophet had done before. Since the Israelites would not listen to Jeremiah's words, God was going to have Jeremiah show them with an object what was going to happen to them. Jeremiah was going to give the Israelites an object lesson. Has your teacher ever used an object to help you learn something? Maybe they have used dollar bills and coins to help you learn about money. Or maybe they have used measuring spoons and cups to show you how to measure liquid. Those are objects to help teach you a lesson. Well, what object do you think Jeremiah would use to show the people what God was trying to say to them? Of all things, the Lord told Jeremiah to go and buy a belt. That's right, a belt. Now you might be thinking, what kind of lesson could Jeremiah teach the people with a belt? Well, God told Jeremiah to buy a linen belt. This would be a belt made out of cloth, not leather. Jeremiah said, This is what the Lord said to me. Go and buy a linen belt 
and put it around your waist, but do not let it touch water. So I bought a belt, as the Lord directed, and put it around my waist. Then the word of the Lord came to me a second time, Take the belt you bought and are wearing around your waist, and go now to the city of Parath, and hide it there in a crevice in the rocks. So I went and hid it at Parath, as the Lord told me. Many days later the Lord said to me, Go now to Parath and get the belt I told you to hide there. So I went to Parath and dug up the belt and took it from the place where I had hidden it. But now it was ruined and completely useless. Then the word of the Lord came to me. This is what the Lord says. In the same way, I will ruin the pride of Judah and the great pride of Jerusalem. These wicked people who refuse to listen to my words, who follow the stubbornness of their hearts and go after other gods to serve and worship them, will be like this belt, completely useless. For as a belt is bound around the waist, so I bound all the people of Israel and all the people of Judah to me, declares the Lord, to be my people for my renown and praise and honor. But they have not listened. Dear True Seekers, you might think, wow, no wonder why Jeremiah was known as the weeping prophet. How sad for the southern Israelites of Judah. They were following in the same footsteps as the Israelites in the northern kingdom. But before we are too sad, God still has a plan. God is still on the throne. And just because the Israelites failed does not mean God will. God never fails. He is faithful and reliable and trustworthy. God made a covenant and he would keep his part of the covenant, even if the Israelites broke their part. You see, when God told Jeremiah to buy a belt and tie the belt around his waist, he was trying to show the Israelites that God had taken them and brought them close to him and wrapped them around him just like a belt, that they were tied to him, that he had made a covenant with them and tied them to him, that he would never leave them or forsake them. But then when the Israelites went and started worshiping other idols, they became like the belt after it was hidden and dirty and useless. It could not be used anymore. They had broken their part of the covenant. They had not fulfilled their promise to obey and follow the Lord. And so they became like a useless belt. God could not use them in their disobedience. I don't know about you, but I think the worst thing I can imagine being is useless to God. I never want to be like a useless old belt that God can't use. I want to surrender my whole life to the Lord and say, Lord, here am I. Use me. I worship you and you alone. How good is it of God that he gives us so many chances to come back to him, to surrender our lives to him, to choose him, to seek his face. And in return, he uses us for his glory. He fills us with his springs of living water. God wants to give us life. You see, God is serious when it comes to following him. Because he knows that if we choose any other way but his way, 
it will lead to death. God knows the way of life. He knows the way of truth. And that's through his son, Jesus. And he holds out life to us. And he says, come to me, all who are weary and thirsty. I will give you rest and water to drink. But we have to choose to follow him. We have to choose to accept Jesus as our Lord and Savior and surrender our lives to him and let him fill us up and not look to other idols to fill us up. No other thing is ever going to be able to give you life like Jesus can. Let me pray with you before we go. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you so much that you have been so gracious to give us life. You extend life to us. You are like a stream of fresh living water that as we drink of you, we will never go thirsty. You give us everything we need. You give us life and joy and peace and hope. But if we choose to walk away from you, or if we choose to look to idols or false gods to give us life, that will only leave us empty and useless. God, you are the one who gives us worth. You are the one who makes us useful. You are the one that gives us purpose and life and meaning. Nothing else in this world does. So Lord, help us to keep our eyes fixed on you. We repent of the two big sins of turning our backs on you and turning our eyes towards false gods and worshiping idols. We too have been like the Israelites where we have turned our backs on you where we have chosen to look to other things to make us happy, where we have chosen to look to other things to fulfill us. God, we are so sorry. Right now, we just say we're sorry. We repent and we turn our hearts back to you. We turn our eyes to you. We make you Lord of our lives. Fill us with your living water. Fill us with your springs of life. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, before we go, I have a few more reviews to catch up on. This review says, hi, my name is Gianna and I love this podcast. This podcast has helped me learn more about God and Jesus, even though I go to a school that teaches me about God. I love the story in the Bible where God creates everything and it talks about Adam, Eve, Cain, and Abel. I listen to this podcast every night and just love it. Thank you so much, Gianna. This next review says, I am Camille. I am 10 years old and I love this podcast. It's awesome and I love it. It's so awesome and amazing. I just can't fall asleep without it. And I love Noah and the Ark and the Garden of Eden. Please stay safe. Love you. Awesome work. Thank you, Camille, for that review. This next review says, hi, I'm Cassia and I'm 10 years old and I love this podcast so, so, so much. I am a missionary in Brazil, so when I'm stressed, I like listening to your podcast. May God bless you. Well, God bless you, Cassia, and thank you for all the work you're doing over in Brazil. How exciting to be a missionary. I'm so glad you found the podcast. 
This next review says, As my kids grew past just Bible stories, truth seekers replaced those and became a morning time habit full of deeper digging into the word and higher thinking. My olders are blessed as am I to pray, pause, perceive, ponder, and praise. Anything that makes the scriptures more accessible and palatable for the youth of this age is a very good thing. Timeless truths, but small, fresh bites in this podcast. What a very thoughtful review. Thank you so much for that. This next podcast says we started listening with the first episode and have been working our way through to catch up. I am absolutely floored by how much my daughter has learned about the Bible by listening to this podcast from my five-year-old daughter, Sparrow. I love listening to True Seekers during quiet time. Thank you, Sparrow, and thank you for listening and for leaving that review. This next review says, Hi, my name is Ellie, and I'm five years old. I love the podcast. We listen to it every day. Thank you for doing this podcast. Thank you, Ellie. Uh, this next review says, My daughters, Cosette and Everest, love listening listening to the True Seekers podcast during breakfast or quiet playtime. Kosi says it makes her feel happy and she likes learning about the Bible. Sherilyn does a wonderful job sharing the truth of God's word in a way that is easy to understand and applicable to all ages. Well, thank you, Cosette and Everest, for listening. I appreciate that very much. All right, guys, I'm going to keep reading those reviews next week. Stay tuned. Thank you so much for leaving those reviews. I love, love, love reading them. All right, thanks for joining me today, True Seekers, and I look forward to our time together next week.